1: When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. (sighs) Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. I'll be right back. I excused myself from the table and headed towards the bathroom. Tonight, we were celebrating my 18th birthday. As I looked around the restaurant, I knew my parents probably saved for months to even afford the reservations for a place like this. As I pulled the door open to the bathroom, my jaw dropped. The person standing in front of me looked exactly like me. Hi, my name is Sharon. If you have not liked or subscribed yet to our channel, don't forget to do so. Also tap that notification bell so that you will know when new content is posted. Hi, I'm Cassie. She moved aside for me to enter the bathroom. You look just like me. I looked at her in awe as though she were a legendary creature. I know, right? We really do resemble each other. You know they say that everyone in the world has a doppelganger. I nodded and smiled hesitantly. I have heard something like that. I guess we are the lucky ones to find each other. Cassie smiled. I know it's strange to ask, but do you think we could swap numbers? I just can't believe how much we look alike. I smiled. Sure, why not? Maybe we have more in common than we realize. I handed Cassie my phone to type in her number and she handed me hers. Thanks, I'll keep in touch. Have a good night. You too, I replied as she walked out the bathroom. I quickly used the bathroom and returned to my parents. I couldn't help but think about my meeting with Cassie. How weird was that? It also made me wonder if my parents were hiding anything from me that I should know about. One afternoon while finishing some assignments for my lecturer, my phone rang. It was Cassie. Hi, Cassie. How have things been? Things have been great. I wanted to call you so many times, but I didn't know what to say. I laughed. (laughs) I was faced with the same thing, but I'm happy that you made the first move. We chatted for the next hour before mom called me for dinner. During dinner, I asked my parents if I was adopted. Dad almost choked on the juice that he was drinking, and mom patted his back and asked if he was okay. Now where did that question come from? Sharon, you aren't adopted, honey. You are our daughter. Mom said. Then do I have a twin I should know about? I think I would have known if I gave birth to a twin, Sharon. Where's all this coming from? A girl from my class this semester said that she recently found out that not only was she adopted, but she had a twin sister. I lied. Dad chuckled. (laughs) No need to worry
0: about that over there, Sharon. You are our one and only.
1: The days that followed, Cassie and I spoke every day. I still had not told my parents about Cassie. I knew they wouldn't approve of me giving my number to a stranger. Cassie and I came from totally different worlds. She was wealthy and was next in line to take over her father's company, while my family was just barely making ends meet. Cassie didn't want to take over her father's company. She wanted to be an artist. I just wish my father could see how much I detest working in that company. It's so rigid and formal. If I don't get out of it, I think I might lose my mind. I wish he would allow me to become the artist that I want to be. Her father had his own furniture business where he imported the most unique types of furniture from around the world. You are so lucky though. I mean, that type of furniture is a type of art. I love interior design. I wish I could just spend one day in that company. I'm sure I could get some gigs eventually to decorate. Maybe we can work something out, Cassie said thoughtfully over the phone. What do you mean? I was totally intrigued. What about if you swap places with me for a few hours at my dad's office? Don't worry about the clothes and shoes. I will provide everything you need to pull it off. But what if your dad finds out? Wouldn't he be upset? That's why we have to make sure that he doesn't. I will prep you for everything that happens at the office. What do you say? Is this a paying job? Sure it is. Great, then I'm in. The next day, I told my parents that I got a part-time job and it would just be a few hours a day. I felt a bit guilty not telling my parents the entire truth, but I knew that if I told them how I really got the job, they would want to meet Cassie and blow everything out of proportion as parents usually do. The first day of the job, I met Cassie at a little restaurant around the corner from her father's company. We went to the bathroom and she gave me a bag. I entered one of the stalls and quickly changed my clothes. When I came out, Cassie fixed my hair and makeup just like hers. We quickly went over the pictures of the people who worked in the company. After a few minutes, she looked at me. Are you ready? I nodded my head and together we walked out of the bathroom. As I entered the building, I greeted everyone exactly how Cassie taught me, even her dad. I fell into character quite easily, although I had to keep reminding myself that I needed to answer to the name Cassie and not Sharon. During the lunch break, I needed to use the bathroom when Cassie walked in. What are you doing here? I thought we were going to meet at the restaurant, I blurted out. I was too excited. I wanted to know how you were doing. Before I could respond, the door opened and Cassie pushed me into the nearest stall. I locked the door quickly. Hi, Cassie. Just the person I wanted to see. A female voice chimed. Mr. Taylor wants to know if you made contact with the parents yet. Cassie whispered to the woman her reply. I heard the bathroom door open and close. Coast is clear. You can come out now. I came out of the stall. I think I'll take it from here. You can change your clothes and I'll walk you out. After about two weeks and now spending the entire day at the company, Cassie had an idea. How about if I spend a few hours with your family? My heart dropped. Do I really want Cassie in my home? I mean, a company is one thing, but my home? Are you sure? I gave you an opportunity to work on the company of your dreams. Come on, everything is going to be okay. We can start with a few hours first. After some convincing, I went along with Cassie's plan. I think it may be a bit harder to pull one over on my parents, so we have to make sure that you don't forget anything. We did this back and forth, swapping for about three months and it was great. One evening while chatting with Cassie on the phone, she suggested a deal that blew my mind. What about if we swapped lives for real? I am willing to pay you $1 million for your identity. I am tired of living under my father's shadow. But if we do this, this has to be our little secret. You can't tell anyone, not even your parents. She agreed to give me time to think about it. That night, I thought about all the possibilities that $1 million could bring, but I also battled with not having to speak with my parents ever again. That night, I drifted off into a restless sleep. After a few days, I told Cassie that I would do it. Well, part of it anyway. She could have my identity for $1 million, but after everything my parents did for me, I was not ready to put them in my past. The night I left, I wrote my parents a letter. I told them about Cassie and everything that had happened in the last few months. I also told them about the $1 million deal. I told them to just play along since we could all benefit from this deal. The way I saw it was that I could help my parents with money every month, and we could still find a way to keep in touch unknown to Cassie. I left the letter in mom's drawer while she was in the kitchen making dinner. After the dinner, I told my parents goodnight as they headed to their bedroom. Instead of heading to mine, I opened the door and allowed Cassie in while I closed the front door behind me on the way out. For the first two weeks, everything was great. I chatted with my parents almost every day without Cassie knowing, but then everything went silent. I couldn't get in touch with my parents for a few days. I began to get worried. I went over to my parents' house, and when I got there, the door was slightly opened. I pushed it open slowly, and to my horror, the entire place was trashed. My stomach rotated as I noticed the writing on one of the walls. I told you not to tell anyone. I immediately called the police, and I told them that my parents were kidnapped. A few minutes later, they showed up at the house. I told them about everything that transpired over the past few months. We even went to where I worked and found nothing. The building was empty. How could this be? I was here this morning. I looked around in astonishment.
0: Ma'am, it could be that they have someone following you, and now that you came to your parents' house, they cleared out. We could spend the night outside your house if necessary. Do your parents have any enemies?
1: Not that I know of. Everyone loves my parents. I don't understand who would do this. The officer got a call. He spoke to the other person for a few seconds, then hung up and turned to me. We
0: ran the prints, and I think we should continue this at the station.
1: I nodded and hopped into my car and followed the officers to the station. When I entered the station, the officers called me into a room. I sat and waited, wondering what the problem was.
0: Sharon Harrington?
1: A tall, sturdy man walked into the room holding a file. Yes?
0: Hi, I'm Detective Deacon Willis. Let's get down to business. The prints that we found at the house belonged to your parents and another woman named Blair Taylor.
1: The detective opened the file and placed three pictures in front of me. I recognized the first two pictures as my parents. They were younger then, but the third picture, I had no idea who it was. Who is this? I asked, pointing to the picture.
0: This is Cassie, otherwise known as Blair Taylor. You may recognize her like this.
1: The detective placed another picture on that table. It was a picture of the Cassie that I knew. But what's the link between Cassie and my parents? Why would she go through all this trouble to look like me?
0: Your parents betrayed Blair on their last robbery. They sold her out and got immunity and entered the witness protection program. Blair was released from jail about two years ago. We were tracking her till she fell off the radar about a year ago. We were never able to recover the money or jewels from the last heist that they did.
1: I was shocked beyond belief. My parents were robbers? Cassie wasn't really my doppelganger? So what do we do now? I asked as tears streamed down my face. It was my fault that my parents were missing. If only I told them about Cassie from the first night.
0: You go home and try to get some rest and let us do our jobs.
1: The detective said. I thanked him and exited the station. About two years later, after heading inside after coming home from work, I checked my mailbox. Inside was a photo album. I looked around to see if the person who dropped it off was still lurking in the area. I carried the album inside and opened it. In it was one picture of my parents and I, and a letter. In the letter, they explained that after the heist, they decided to go into the witness protection program to save me since Blair's husband, Joe, attempted to kidnap me. My parents also told me where the money and jewelry was stored with a list of names of people who would help me sell the jewels. My parents said to make sure I walked with a shovel and to go at night. I was a little taken back by this, but I continued to read. They said to save me... They decided to go back undercover because they couldn't risk anyone coming after me to get to them. They said that they had eyes on me and they would get in contact with me soon. The next day I headed to the place where my parents said the money was stored. When I pulled up, I realized why my parents told me to walk with a shovel. The loot was hidden in a graveyard. I looked around to make sure no one was coming before I took out the shovel and looked for the name Annabelle Walker. I finally found the grave and I began to dig. I couldn't help but think that someone was looking at me. I looked over my shoulder and squinted into the shadows. The hairs on my neck rose, and I just wanted to get the loot and get out of here. I hit something hard, and I kneeled to scrape the rest of the dirt off the chest the money was in. The chest was small, but heavy. I dragged it out of the hole and quickly covered the hole. As I was walking away, I heard footsteps behind me, but I was too afraid to turn around. I walked as fast as my legs could carry me. When I reached my car, my heart raced as I noticed someone was leaning against it. I spun around, but the person who was chasing me was almost upon me. Look, just take it. I don't want any trouble. I placed the chest on the ground, held my breath, closed my eyes, and waited. Hi, Sharon. A familiar voice said, Mom? I rushed over and threw my arms around her neck. The person who was following me was my mother. Let's get out of here. We have a lot of things to tell you.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones...